On this episode of Lasers and Lockets, we talk a highly anticipated, or highly loathed, reboot, Charmed. What in the world is a white lighter? What does Meghan Markle have to do with sister witches? Are reboots simply capitalizing on former success? All this and more, coming up. Welcome back to the show. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Lee, and this is episode 17. Before we dive in, I have a question for the listeners, and I'd really love your feedback. Do you like the nerdy news that we do at the beginning, or do you have a better suggestion for a segment you'd like to see added to the show? Tweet me at Lasers Lockets, or pop over to our Discord channel and share your feedback there. I'd love to hear what you think. All right, let's get spooky with the Charmed reboot. If you're not familiar with Charmed, let's give you a little teaser. Charmed follows the lives of three sisters who discover they're witches. However, they're especially powerful because they are three, and they're called the Charmed Ones. Their purpose is to vanquish evil, all while balancing their personal lives. It is definitely a girl power series. The original series was great, And while I may get cookies thrown at me for saying so, I believe the rebooted series has the potential to be pretty awesome too. We're only about eight episodes into the reboot, so it will be hard to tell if it's going to be renewed just yet. I for one hope it does, but let's do a little comparison and contrast to help you understand the difference between the original series and the reboot. I think first, it's important to make a distinction between a revival and a reboot. A revival would be something like what Gilmore Girls did with their Netflix original series. Same cast, years past. Charmed, on the other end, is a reboot. The original series was beloved among many fans, myself included, and it had a cult following. When a reboot was announced, there were definitely mixed emotions. I loved the original series, but it was so well wrapped up that I couldn't see how a revival would be possible. A reboot, on the other hand, was super intriguing. See, when the original Charmed was on the air, I was a teenager, and while I loved the cast and looked up to them, I had a hard time relating on a personal level. This brings me to the first difference I wanted to discuss between the original and the reboot, the character age. In the original series, Phoebe, Prue, and Piper were all a bit older, in their 20s, early 30s. I believe. I could be wrong on that. But in the rebooted series, they've opted for a younger cast. They're all in their 20s, as far as I can tell. I think this speaks well to the target demographic of CW shows. I find them very accessible, even though I'm older than them now. I can still relate. The three sisters in the rebooted series are Maggie, Mel, and Macy, I believe from oldest to youngest, they are Macy, Mel, and Maggie, though for a long time, Mel believed she was the oldest child. Another difference comes in the familial makeup. In the original series, the sisters were all full-blood sisters until quite a bit later when Paige showed up. This feels a little Harry Potter-esque, but in the reboot, Mel and Maggie are full-blood sisters and Macy is a half-sister. She has a different father that we don't know anything about yet. 
This plays really fascinatingly into the dynamics of her family. We will definitely discuss this a bit more when I get to the characters. Another difference comes in the pilot. In the reboot, the white lighter, Harry, is sent to help the sisters discover their powers. In the original series, the white lighter isn't sent until a few episodes in, um, and he's not seen that much in the remaining episodes of the season. Whereas with Harry, he's seen pretty consistently in every single episode so far. There are also some differences regarding their mother, but I don't want to spoil that too much as it is a major plot point. I look at the series as a new entry into the Charmed universe, and while it pays homage to the original series and the scripts are really well written, it's definitely not the same as the original series. Now, there's definitely some controversy, and the original cast and producers seem to think that the reboot is just trying to capitalize on past success. I will freely admit There is definitely some of that here, but I think that happens with any reboot or revival. Money always plays into it. But keep in mind that a lot of the people who watch The CW are of an age where they may not have known anything about the original Charmed series. I think that it's bringing Charmed and its great lady power to a new audience. The reboot is fun and warm and charming. Get it? Charming? (laughs) Anyway... And I find myself wanting to watch it a lot more than other shows on TV nowadays. It makes the series accessible and relevant for our current time. I mean, 12 years is a long time, and the series, the original series, definitely shows its age in some ways. I think it's also a chance for a series to overcome any issues with the prior series. I'm not saying that any of this existed on the original series, However, reboots and revivals do allow a series to overcome things like racism, homophobia, sexism, etc. And the rebooted series deals with these issues seamlessly. At least I feel that way. And I honestly, I'd be disappointed if it gets canceled before we get to explore a lot more into it. I hope that people give it a chance because it is a lot of fun. All right, let's dive into discussing the characters and what makes them intriguing to me. Let's start with Macy. Macy is a half-sister to Maggie and Mel, and they discover this in the pilot episode when she shows up at their door. She has a PhD and is a scientist who's hired at the university where Mel teaches and Maggie attends. It's also where their mother taught. She spends much of her life believing that her mother didn't love her because she gave her up. However, I think this is going to be explored a lot more in depth throughout the rest of the season and probably into more seasons if we get those. Macy is extremely intelligent, and she doesn't often let her emotions rule her decisions. She'd rather look for empirical evidence than follow her heart. Out of the three sisters, she's the most level-headed consistently, for the most part. There are a few moments where her heart rules her head, but that's pretty rare. We learn very early on that there's some sort of darkness in her, but that really hasn't been explored too much yet. I find it an interesting direction, though. I love what Harry the White Lighter says in the most recent episode, though. He says, quote, Everyone has the capacity for darkness. It's your actions, not your nature, that defines you. Close quote. I really loved that, and it spoke to me so much that it's up on my chalkboard on the way out of my apartment. It's a poignant reminder to all of us that everybody has agency to choose 
what they want to become or who they want to become. And we all have that choice on how we act and react to things and we can choose light over darkness. And I think that that is an interesting thing to look at with this particular character because there's clearly something there, but she's also striving so hard to be a good person. It's pretty fascinating. Each of the sisters has a specific power that is tied to them. And I find it really fascinating and I think it's pretty cool that each of the powers very much match the sisters and are unique to the specific strengths of the girls. So with Macy, her power is telekinesis. She can move things with her mind. In one of the first episodes, Macy gets jealous about something going on at a bar and she accidentally throws a bottle across the room with her mind. Macy is also the first to learn to control her powers. As with the original series, I will be interested to see if they develop any additional powers, but this is just the first one that Macy has exhibited. All right, let's shift and talk about Mel. Mel is also academically minded. She's a graduate student who's teaching, uh, who's teaching at the university, and she's teaching women's studies, I believe. She's a very passionate person, and her mother encouraged and fostered her passion in the academic pursuits. She's a very headstrong person and sometimes she's ruled by her emotions in stark contrast to Macy. I think I relate to Mel the most and then maybe Maggie next, but maybe because Mel is the middle child, uh, I relate to that. But also interestingly, she was also the oldest for a long time. So I wonder how that whole oldest child, middle child dynamic will play out. Um, I wonder if it'll continue to shape who she is as a person. I don't know. I hope we get to see that. Some pretty devastating things happen to Mel early on in the series, but I think it's a testament to who she is as a person because she just keeps going and carrying on, and I, I think that speaks to her strength of character. She is bold and brave in every sense of those words. Mel's power is that she can stop time similar to the original middle sister, Piper, in the Charmed series. Again, this speaks to her headstrong nature, her unwavering strength. It's probably one of my favorite powers on the show. I mean, who wouldn't want more time in a day? All right, this brings us to Maggie, the last sister. Maggie is the youngest college student. She's not the youngest college student, but she is the youngest sister. Oh my, I'm having a night. Anyway, Maggie is a college student who appears a little lost at first after the events of the pilot episode. She doesn't know what direction she wants to go with her major, and I think she's feeling pretty lost because her mother was really one of her best friends. She seems more interested in joining a sorority and being a part of that sisterhood than spending time with her sisters, or with academics for that matter. But she finds her groove eventually. Maggie is a deeply empathetic person and super compassionate. She wants to see the good in everyone, and she doesn't ever want to hurt anyone. Like the other sisters, though, she is intelligent and brave and willing to sacrifice to help the greater good. Maggie, like I said before, is probably the next one, next to Mel, that I connect with the most due to her empathic nature. As someone who is also deeply empathic, too, I feel her stress sometimes when I'm watching. Naturally, Maggie's power is that she can read people's thoughts and feel their emotions. This, more than any of her sister's powers, can be a blessing and a curse, I feel. 
I think not knowing what other people are thinking is really a kindness because a mean thought does not make a bad person. And it would be exhausting being able to read thoughts and feel what other people are feeling. Of all the sisters, though, Maggie is the best equipped to handle this. I don't see her abusing it for her gain, although she does use it to help her with a boy at one point, but there's a lot of complexity going on with that situation, so we'll just leave that alone. The dynamic between the three sisters is engaging and really heartwarming. They invite Macy into their home without too much pain, and the bond between sisters is something that cannot be broken. They complement each other really well, and I think that's what makes any companionship work. What one person may lack, they may seek in another person. And it's that whole yin-yang premise. If you were to look at my sisters, we're all significantly different, but we help each other when a problem arises in very different ways. The same goes with Macy, Maggie, and Mel. There's a really funny part toward the beginning of the series when Harry, the white lighter... Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and define what a white lighter is just for a minute here. It's basically a guardian angel who protects and guides the witches. Anyway, the sisters think that Harry comes whenever they say his name. So they make up a code name of Meghan Markle for him so that when they're talking about him and don't want him to show up, they just use that name. It's revealed that he only comes if they call his name with purpose, but it still is really funny to think about if Harry is Meghan Markle. I just thought you'd like that little tidbit, but it kind of speaks to the friendship and the relationship that the sisters build together. And uh, they're very quick-witted, and it's it reminds me a lot of my sisters and the banter that we have going on amongst each other and the inside jokes that we have and we've had for years. So I just loved that and wanted to share. If you're looking for a fun, light series where good triumphs over evil most of the time, with awesome female leads and a lot of great humor, Charmed may be the choice for you. I'm going to dive headfirst into the recommendations with the Charmed reboot. Again, I believe it's a solid entry into the Charmed universe. It pays homage to its predecessor while still being unique and engaging in its own right. You can find it on the CW app, or it is airing on the CW network live. In other countries, I'm not sure what it's carried on, or if it will be carried in uh, in other countries, but hopefully it will be. I'm also going to recommend the original Charmed series, if you can find it. In the U.S., the full series is on Netflix, so there's no reason why you can't binge it. It really is a great series, and it had a wonderfully long run of eight seasons. It was highly rated, and it consistently remains in the top 20 sci-fi and fantasy shows lists, even 12 years later, and that speaks to its staying power, so I definitely recommend it. Again, there's a lot of controversy going on between the reboot and the original series, but I don't understand why they just can't exist in both rights. Both series have excellent actors in them that are just a lot of fun. Both series were well written, and I don't think that they need to butt heads. You can become a new Charmed fan uh, just from the reboot, and then you can go back and love the old series too and see which one you like better. I love them both in their own way. All right, this brings us to the end of this short episode, gentle listeners. Here's your question of the episode. Do you feel that reboots damage or overshadow the success of an original series? I'd love to hear your opinions over on our Twitter, at Lasers Lockets, 
or on our Facebook page also at Lasers Lockets. And we'll see you back here in two weeks for our Christmas-themed season finale episode. After that, we'll be going on a brief hiatus until the new year, at which time season two of Lasers and Lockets will begin. I have big plans, people. Until then, always use your magical powers for good, and remember that your white lighter quite possibly makes the best English breakfast in the world. Get your nerd on and be awesome. All right.